I was looking for high points. I wasn't going to stay up and watch the game because I, I never do on Monday night. But when I came down in the morning and checked my phone, it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. I am your host, the biggest Joe, sitting alongside me, the masked one, El Scorcho. How are you doing today, sir? I'm burning up in this mask. I'm earning my name. You are. Woo. Getting into things. Week one of the NFL season is in the books. Nothing better than that first Sunday of the NFL. Mm, yes. Hopefully you got nothing planned. You just get to sit there and enjoy all the games. But even though we were uh, treated to a nice Thursday night game. That's right. The game might not have been that great, but Stafford got beat up, and I enjoyed that. I mean, my fantasy team enjoyed it with Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, same here. Mason's Josh Allen jersey will arrive tomorrow. Ooh. Injuries around the NFL. The big one, Dak is hurt. He will be out a couple weeks. Eli Mitchell in the San Francisco 49ers. He's looking to he'll be out at least four weeks. We have Keenan Allen's going to miss this week already on Thursday night football. The Dak one's one that stands out. That changes that whole offense, and it's just so many fantasy ramifications. Tons yeah, of them. None of them good. No. Well, I mean, if, if you own Cooper Rush. Who owns Cooper Rush? I thought the Cowboys cut Cooper Rush. Maybe Cooper Rush? Yeah. Cooper Cup, maybe? <laughs> Ooh. Two Coops, one Cup. That was my fantasy team name once. Gross. And if you listen to the Fantasy Giant during the preseason, you heard me say uh, the big bust of the year would be Cam Akers. I'll pat myself on the back, count that as a win, and that the MVP would be Saquon Barkley. Right. And I'll, I'll take that one, too. Two victory laps. Week one, put it in the books. We called it, so... Uh, Make sure you guys listen to the Fantasy Giant all season long. Not only on Thursdays like you are today, but Sunday afternoons. My goal is to put it out by noon every Sunday. It'll have all the injury updates, who's in, who's out. Last week, I think it was seven minutes long. It's going to be quick. I'm not trying to bore you guys on your weekend, take up too much time. But this way, you're going to see who's in, make your lineup set, make any changes, and we'll give you a couple games to preview. So when you're in the Legacy League, you know what game to watch for that day when you're checking the scoreboards. Now time for our quick three. You have a terrible theory. You've seen the studies. You're a terrible reporter. Jumping into it, first one is from my sports update. In the Chicago Bears game, there was an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Chicago's number 16 for bringing a towel to dry the kicking area. And that is illegal, as the referee stated. And that's a first for me. I've never seen that flag or that penalty called before. I mean, I remember brushing off the snow for Vinatieri. Yeah. There's been shovels, mm-hmm. all sorts of crazy things. Just uh, a wild thing to me. You ever seen anything like that before? I, I haven't. And, you know, I'm sure by now everybody's seen the highlights from that game. Did that guy really think that a towel was going to fix anything? I mean, it was like a pool out there. When I saw the preview for that game and how wet the field was, I immediately benched Mooney in one of my leagues. Tweet number two from everybody's favorite fantasy expert, Ian Hartitz. Running backs with 70% snaps in week number one. It's all about opportunities, especially at the running back position. Derrick Henry, 70. James Conner, 71. Burkhead, 72. Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon all had 76 Cook, 77. CMC, 80. Wow. Daryl Henderson, 82% of snaps. And Saquon Barkley, 83% of snaps. Nice. 
And tweet number three. Did you know you can order Hawaii games on pay-per-view for the low, low price of $69.99? Who in their right mind is going to pay 70 bucks to watch Hawaii? You know, so my, my real thought is what genius had the idea of hey, let's put this out there because there's a demand for this in America. America is clamoring for Hawaii football games, and they will pay $70 a week. You, Well, you might find Texas fans who are willing to pay that, but this is Hawaii. I mean, maybe people would pay that for pictures of Hawaii, (laughs) but not to watch the football team. That's ridiculous. The only person that would want to order a Hawaii on pay-per-view is a degenerate who lost so much money during the day that he's putting it all on probably Hawaii's opponent. Yeah. Now our stars of the week from week number one players who uh, just came out and actually blew the roof off. Let's start with Patrick Mahomes. Once again, he dazzled in week number one, almost put up 40 points in the Legacy League. I believe he had four touchdowns, or was it five? I think it was five. Five touchdowns, and I feel like he does this every year in week one. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the old Sammy Watkins of quarterbacks, except <laughs> he continues it throughout the season. Uh, also, Josh Allen just beasted the Rams on Thursday Night Football, that opening game, and I heard he was laughing like a maniac every time he got tackled on the field. That is scary for the league. And uh, obviously, we got to bring up your star running back, our fantasy MVP, my man, Saquon Barkley. Definitely back and healthy. Hopefully, he keeps it up for uh, the rest of the season, except for week two when you play me. He looked really good. He did. All right, now time to jump in to the Legacy League for our scores. El Scorcho blew out Waste Management one thirty-two to sixty-nine. The Fantasy Giant survived. I Love Lamb ninety-five to eighty-six. The Washington Redskins beat Chasing Greatness with a stick one thirty-two to eighty-one. I Heart Fart starts one and zero with a one hundred four to eighty victory over the Bengal Kings. A Sean's hair survives the Hurt Locker in a close one. 88 to 87 Kyle beats Dave and our weekly high point winner from week number one 138 to 97 as the fantasy behemoth Corpy takes down this is the year Corpy's team absolutely went off we mentioned him earlier Patrick Mahomes almost put up 40 points 38 and a half Devontae Adams chips in 25 DeAndre Swift chips in 25 Corby's team looks pretty damn good after one week. They are. I I had a good week too, but his team is uh, ugh, it's it's scaring me already. And this is real early in the season to be scared of a certain team. Yeah, real early, but still, it does seem like there's some contenders, and then a bunch of pretenders already in the league. We had three teams score 130 plus points when I opened it up. First thing on uh, Tuesday morning, I saw your 132.1 to Kedzo's 132.6. Oh, I was pissed. I was scrolling down. I go, that son of a beat me by a tenth of a Oh, never mind. Corpy beat us both. Yeah, and then I saw your text come in (laughs) congratulating Corpy. I was like, oh, Corpy got it done. That's great. A lot of high scores from the three of you. From everybody else, not so much. Plenty of scores under 100. I mean, we had a winner score 88. We had lots under 90. A lot under 90. We haven't had one under 70. Yeah. But it's early. It's week number one. Six teams are 1-0. and Six teams are 0-1. And, and there seem to be a lot of people stuck there in the middle. Right, Dave? Oh. 
Uh, other news in the Legacy League, I don't know if anyone would even notice this, but I mean, I gotta be as upfront and honest with everybody as possible when it comes to this league. The schedule was all jacked up. Oh. I don't know if you had looked at your team schedule moving forward. I had not. So here's how they were set up. I was gonna play Lynette week one, you week two. All right. Ryan week three. Sure. Lynette week four. Oh. You week five. Ooh. Ryan week six. Oh, God. Lynette week seven. Everyone was playing all of their division games the first six games of the year. And the week seven, you were playing a division rival for a third time. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and then you'd play everybody else. So, like, I wasn't set to play Kedzo, but I was going to play Lynette three times. And as much as I'd love to not play Kedzo and get another shot at Lynette, I mean, that was ridiculous. And, I mean, on top of that, playing all six division games right in a row. That's dumb. Seems silly. So, I left weeks one, two, and three the exact same. I put the other three division games at the end of the schedule, and then I filled in the rest. So that's fixed. What was your biggest takeaway from the Legacy League this week? Yeah, I, I mean, we, we touched on it a little bit. It's that there's basically three top teams okay. for, from this past week, um, and everybody else is kind of playing catch-up. Now, granted, there were some very odd games that happened last week, and there were a lot of really big names that just didn't not, not even go off, just had very pedestrian weeks. Um, so, I mean, things will even out as the season goes on. I, I expect to see, you know, more teams scoring over 100, 110 on a weekly basis. I, it, it was just a weird week. And if you want to hear about the games to watch in week number two in the Legacy League, make sure you listen Sunday morning and we'll go through them. And a little birdie told me you and I face off. That's right. So I think uh, quite a few people will be interested to see who loses that one. Mm-hmm. All right, now time to move over to our Dynasty League. It's the Coast to Coast. Here are your scores from the Coast to Coast Dynasty League. Threat Level Midnight takes down Team Beers 114 to 101. The Fantasy Giant beats Sunnyvale Sam Squatches 125 to 108. Cromarty's Child Care starts the season off 1 and 0 with a 119 to 104 victory over the Good News. Chaos Knights take down El Scorcho Dynasty 125 to 107. And Team Beers puts up 164 in a blowout win over Trent's 08 Lions, 164 to 96. Wow. Yeah, Team Beers, pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Hell of a week. Hell of a week. He he had all his big guys go off. Um, and, and it's funny. So in, in this league, like I said, it, it obviously the same players, the same big names. Um, had the same scores basically in this league as they did in the other one. The exact same. I do that on purpose. Right? It, it's nice. It, it gives us some consistency. One here, a little a little secret as well. Yeah. The chopping block scoring is the same. Wow. Look it's at like, you. you. You get you get claps for consistency. Yeah, I like that. But the rosters and everything is so different. I wish I could use one ranking, but you know. So, but the, what I'm getting after here is that these scores are all much closer than they were in the Legacy League, and that's due to the higher number of starters, right? So things even out over those number of starters. So in this league, actually, I feel like everybody's really bunched up right now. Um, but as the horses really start to run here in the coming weeks, uh, we should start seeing some teams pull away like Dr. Green Beers did this week. Yeah, this is not unlike uh, Team Beers from last season. He put up some monster weeks, especially towards the end of the year and especially when he took you and I out of the playoffs in the first and second round, putting up monster games on his way to a runner-up. 
A couple other things I noticed. One, I think my running back window is closing much faster than I had ever hoped. Uh, Zeke and King Henry. Let's hope they can get through this year. I thought I at least had this year left with both of them. Uh, One team who I think considers themselves out of the race is Trent. Mm. He uh, recently sent me a trade, offered me Joe Mixon and some trash for C.D. Lamb and D.J. Moore, which I had to uh, quickly reject. Uh, Not because it was that terrible of a trade, but... I can't have Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase on my team going yeah, forward. That's yeah. too much in the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he might be in a rebuild, so if you have some trade offers, maybe that Trent is the one to go after. He's got a couple good players on his team, even though he will still won't trade me Steph Diggs. Aww. Standings, just like the other league, uh, half the teams are 1-0 like me, and the other half are 0-1 like Greg. Oh, hey. But it's, it's still so early, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, and one other piece of news, I fixed the schedules in this one as well. <laughs> Not because they were bad, but because last year we made the point that we wanted rivalries on Thanksgiving, hmm. and I missed it by one week because I counted wrong. Oh, So I wanted to make sure I counted right this year. I, I keep telling people, math is hard. Well, here's why I did it wrong, and it's a little bit justified. I went based on the Lions' schedule, because I know the Lions play on Thanksgiving. Oh, I got you. So I go to the Lions game, and then I counted. Yep. But you always forget there's a bye week in there. Mm-hmm. So last week, last year I was a week early because I didn't account, literally count for the bye. So this year I did, and I got it fixed, and I'll see you at Thanksgiving, bud. All right. All right, now on to the chopping block guillotine league. That means we got to move over from ESPN to Yahoo. It's like going back in time. All right, in the chopping block, the scores from week one of the chopping block really don't matter. The only score that does is the lowest score, and that is bye-bye to Jumanji, who is the owner of Threat Level Midnight in the Coast to Coast League, Tyler. Thanks, bud. You put up 35 in week number one, and you are chopped. His team goes to waivers, and I'm pretty happy about that because... Through most of the 1 o'clock games, it was projected the Fantasy Giant was going to be the first one out. And the look on my wife's face when I told her that, well, I'd still have to pay attention and update it every single (laughs) week and make sure everything's set. And she was just like, oh, yep, this is the last year you do this league. I'm like, it's looking like it. Hopefully uh, I turn it around. But uh, when I... (laughs) Two guys were injured before the game even started. I had to make uh, two moves. Kittle was out, as well as J.K. Dobbins. And then losing Eli Mitchell during the game didn't help. All those calls and texts and complaints I had to field during the draft really, you got one week. really affected my team. Yeah. It's not good. And so I went to the waivers, and I tried to make some moves, but clearly I did not uh, open my wallet far enough. For getting eliminated, Jumanji had a pretty good team, uh, led by two stud running backs, Austin Eckler Derek Henry. Eckler goes for $85 Whoa. to the Mackinac Peaches, which it makes sense. He scored 52 points last week, so he was the second place. Okay. So you, you want to make sure you survive week number two. You go all in on Austin Eckler. He was 85. Next close is 77. So, hey, not bad. Eight bucks. Yeah. And then 50. Oh, that's so a big drop. A couple of teams really needed Austin Eckler. Also on the waiver wires, Derek Henry goes for 77 to your buddy Matt. That's right. Or your alter ego. I'm still not sure he's a real person. Oh. It's a different mask. Uh, yeah. He uh, spent 77 on him. Next closest bid, 75 Ooh. So just got him. You wanted him, you got him. Yeah, just in time. That was great. Uh, then 51 42 Ooh, Matt, another big drop. Matt also picked up Trey Lance for 17 Jeez, How much money does he have left? He has six bucks. Okay, so he's he's done. Yeah. that's He's got his team for the year. Yeah. And, uh, Here's hoping, buddy. 
This team, it's not terrible. No, it's a very solid team. Steph Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. I mean, he's very solid. Throw in Rex Burkhead, solid running back. Sure. uh, I I could see you making it at least five, six weeks. Yeah, he's got a running wide receiver. He needs some help after Steph Diggs, Robbie Anderson, and then uh, Jacoby Myers. Who did you hear about Jacoby Myers? No. Potentially had to miss snaps during the game. Because he was late to a preseason meeting, and Patricia what? was punishing him during a regular season game. Dude, man, Patricia is punishing us with this offense. It is deplorable. He is. I, how does he have a job calling the I, offense? I have no idea. He was a rocket science of a defensive coach that we were all excited about. and Yeah, it didn't work. No, he was a joke. Yeah. Maybe he'll go to Nebraska. <laughs> Taysom Hill was picked up for 5 bucks by Dan. Curtis Samuel, 10 bucks to uh, MCDC to the ship. Christian Watson, $2 also to Dan. It looked like you did pretty well this week in the chopping block. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my players, you know, they just they had a really good week, and that's why I didn't uh, spend as much as some people on uh, on waivers. You know, I just I, I felt like I didn't need to. I, I had Saquon, he looked great. Michael Thomas had a great week. Joe Mixon's always solid. Hunter Renfro, he he was down this week, but we'll see. He's he's normally pretty stable. Um, Russ actually had a down week, um, but you know I, I expect big things the rest of the year. Um, and that final spot uh, for Flex, I'm still kind of playing with guys, but you know I feel like I have some leeway, so I, I should be able to put in some low bids in the next few weeks. And if I get lucky, I'll steal somebody. And uh, if not, then you know I'll just wait. That's the name of the game here. Yeah, you're the only team to score over 100. I mean, Dave's Dazzling Team right behind you with 99. Uh, MCDC to the ship with 91. So with 19 teams still remaining, unless Saquon blows it out early in the game, I think you're pretty safe for a couple weeks. Yeah, I I hope so. (laughs) Me, on the other hand, I'm fighting for my life and didn't get anybody off waivers yet. So hopefully uh, J.K. Dobbins is back this week and George Kittle's back this week, or maybe they'll be available on waivers next week. Oh, I hope not. If you're going to lose, you want to lose the first week. I know. That's why I was like, shit. All right, now time for the weekend watch, letting you know what games that you should uh, care about to watch this weekend or let you know what time you need to go outside and cut your grass. That's right. Starting on Thursday on Amazon Prime, L.A. Chargers visit the Kansas City Chiefs in what should be a great game on Thursday night. In college football on Saturday noon on ABC, UConn visits U of M. At 3.30 on CBS, Penn State visits Auburn. 3.30 on Fox, you got BYU visiting Oregon. 7.30 on ABC, Michigan State travels out west to Washington. Sunday in the NFL, locally here in Detroit, at 1 o'clock, we'll get the New England Patriots taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. On Fox, the Washington Commanders visit our Detroit Lions. 4 o'clock on CBS, the Cincinnati Bengals take on the Dallas Cowboys. And Sunday Night Football on NBC features the Bears taking on the Packers. Monday Night Football this week features two games. And it's not like it used to be one after another. They're going to be going at the same time. 7-15 ESPN. Tennessee Titans visit the Buffalo Bills. And then 8.30 on ABC, the Minnesota Vikings travel to Philly to take on the Eagles. Now I'm hoping, with an hour and 15 minutes in between, I'm sure ABC is hoping as well that one game will be going to halftime as the next one starts up. But we'll see how that goes. That's uh, the first year they're doing it, and it's weird they're not doing it for the first week, but week two. Yeah, and also they they didn't include... West Coast teams on this. Yeah, 
you're right. You know? think one of the games for sure would be in the West Coast. Yeah, it's just very odd. I believe they're doing this three or four times this year. There'll be multiple weeks with multiple Monday night games. Uh, they're probably just looking to gauge ratings and things like that just to see how it works. And sell millions and millions of dollars worth of commercials on uh, national television. Uh, well, of course. Because that's what it's all about. That's right. What game are you looking forward to watching the most this week? Probably that uh, Chargers-Chiefs game. That should be a great game. I mean, Keenan Allen's supposed to be out, but still, those are two amazing offenses. And, you know, the Chargers revamped their defense this year, so it'll be interesting to see how they stack up against KC. Yeah, another great Thursday night game to start off the week and a great matchup to make sure you have prime. Yeah. Because if you don't have prime, you probably will on Thursday to watch that game. Last week, we gave you a player that we thought was going to score a touchdown in the 1 o'clock window and a player that was going to score in the 4 o'clock window, and we went 500. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I got both of them wrong, and you got both of them right. Well, you know, it happens. So this week, in the 1 o'clock window, I'm going to take... Your boy, my fantasy MVP, lay the minus 130, and Saquon Barkley's going to score against the depleted Carolina run defense. Oh, okay. And I am going to take Christian McCaffrey in that same game, going up against those Giants. Um, I, I think uh, they will make a concerted effort to get him very involved in the game this week. Um, he's going to help out Baker a lot with those short passes to help spread things out, and I, I see him getting in the end zone at least once. Did you see that he had that fumble recovery that he ran, and he does not get yards for that? Oh, that's just unfair. That yeah, was terrible. That was at least two more points he should have got. I needed him. All right, in the 4 o'clock window, I'm going to go out on the limb again. Yeah, right, I need some points. Let's go Cooper Cup. Ooh. He's going to score a touchdown against the Falcons at 4.05. And in the 4 o'clock window, I'm taking my boy, Debo Samuel. Uh, he's going up against Seattle, as most of you should know by now. The starting running back for the 49ers is out. So Debo is going to get the ball a lot more, along with Jeff Wilson. Uh, I see him getting the ball in there somehow, whether it be through by land or by sea or through the air. He's going to get in. And that about wraps it up for the Fantasy Giant Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you enjoy that game on Amazon tonight. Kansas City taking on the Chargers. Get those lineups set. Make sure Keenan Allen is out of your lineup as he is out for tonight's game. Good luck, and make sure you tune in Sunday where hopefully I'll have injury updates, but I am traveling, so you might just get a podcast that's three minutes long that has a couple game previews. But you should listen to that too. And subscribe so you get all the notifications whenever the Fantasy Giant releases a new podcast. And for all updates on the league, visit thefantasygiant.com. Let's go, Clyde. I need him. I need points.